Okay, so this was the worst church youth group fundraiser since Jesus. It was my mother's fault. She complained to the pastor that it was not Christian for us to be peddling candy bars. So instead, the big idea was for us to sell submarine sandwiches door to door. Now, that's plenty bad enough when there's a Subway sandwich shop on every corner. But the thing was, we didn't even have any submarine sandwiches. We were supposed to take orders, and then in two weeks or so, then, then, we would deliver frozen submarine sandwiches that people could thaw out at their leisure. <laughs> it was maybe the single stupidest thing I ever had to do, but I had company, my buddy Matt. And we picked a nice neighborhood, decided to each take a side of the street and meet at the inn. And people were none too receptive to our tomfoolery. Rejection after rejection after door slam after rejection. We finally get to the end of the street and I've sold zero subs and he sold one to some little old lady that promised to pay in nickels. And I'm all right, but Matt, he's angry. He's like, this is stupid. This is dumb. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try something else. Like what? I'm gonna try this transcendental link thing I've been practicing. I'm gonna speak to their soul. <laughs> whatever, man, cool with the ESP, whatever. You take this side of the street, I'll take the other one. And when we finish, I'm proud to have sold my first submarine sandwich of the evening. How many you sell? Matt puffs out his chest and reports the number. 123. What? And Matt's like, I told you, this is no joke. This is the real deal. I'm communicating on a spiritual level. It's spirit to spirit, but you don't know nothing about that. I'm like, man, you just got lucky. The next afternoon, we're heading over to Matt's girlfriend's place and understand Matt's my boy and everything like that. But he's not really the girlfriend having type. But somehow, some way, he's going out with Kelly. And Kelly is fine. And she's cool and she's all that. And Matt is proud big smile when she comes to the door. It's kind of weird, but I'm jealous and happy for him. Now we're over there drinking lemonade and Matt's like, watch this. He all freaky, closes his eyes and doesn't move for like 15, 20 seconds. Then he opens his eyes smiling and he's like, in just a minute, Jimmy and Eli are going to knock on the door. We should order pizza. And I've known this fool since we were five years old and now he's got mystic powers. I'm like, please. But then... 30 seconds later, there's a knock on the door. It's Jimmy and Eli. And like, hey, we're going to the mall. Y'all want to come? And I can't help it. I don't want to give Matt the satisfaction, but this is crazy. How'd you do that? See, this is before cell phones and pagers. He's pulling some weird stuff, and it's not right. And Matt's like, I told you. I told you, but you're not listening. The body isn't all there is. I can leave it. I can travel on a spiritual plane, I can walk through walls, and that's just what I did. I saw Jimmy and Eli walking down the street. That night, I'm home in the bed, I'm asleep, it's about two in the morning, and our home phone starts ringing. I know it's gotta be for me, and I know my parents are gonna kill me for having my friends call this late on a school night. I run for the hall, grab the phone, who this? It's Matt, man, it's Matt. Dude, why you calling my house? She's gonna take her, man. She's gonna take her, she's gonna take her, she's gonna take her, calm down. What happened? And Matt's like, I, I sent my spirit self to her house. Not my real self, my spirit self. I went to her room, right? And, and, and I saw her, I saw her sitting by her desk. I went over to her, but it wasn't her. It, it looked like her, but it wasn't her. It was her mother, her dead mother. But she's there and she's looking at me. 
Like she'd been waiting for me. And I asked her, why was she doing there? And she said she came to get her daughter. She said she came to get Kelly. Matt, you had a bad dream, dog. He's no, I didn't. You know this is true. You know I can do this. So when Kelly didn't show up in class the next day, I thought Matt was going to lose his mind. He'd already tried to call her from school. Kelly's father told him that he couldn't talk right then, that Kelly had come down with a fever in the middle of the night, and that she was in the hospital, and he was going there as soon as he could get someone to take care of her little brother. But when Matt told me this, he wasn't wild-eyed, he wasn't crazy, he was calm. I have to go talk to her. Dude, dude, her dad, he said he'd let you know when she could take visitors. No, man, I've got to talk to her. I've got to talk to Kelly's mother. I wanted to tell him that's not a good idea. You're acting crazy. I wish I'd said something to him. Something. But I just watched him grab his backpack, put his hands in his pockets, and walk away from the school. I saw Kelly about a week later. She seemed fine. She was laughing, and then she looked embarrassed when she saw me. She was holding a guy's hand, a guy who was not Matt. I went to see Matt at his house. He was in his room on his bed, kind of rocking back and forth. His clothes, his hair were damp with sweat. It stank. Matt. What happened? I saw her. I saw Kelly's mother. She asked for something. I gave it to her, and she went away. Matt, what did you give her? I thought it wasn't very much. Matt, what did you give her? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I thought it was just a little bit. A little bit of what? And then he says it. I gave her a little bit of me. That story was produced by Stephanie Fu. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.